This is a Rashi Sicha, but the focus of this Rashi is the Pshat of the word or of the Pasik based on the Diktuk. So it's going to be a little bit different than what we're used to. So let's, let's learn this. Base Aleph, the Hakosov, the Yitzav Mesha Salavim Gemar, Lokoyach, a Sefer Atera Hazet. The Pasik says, Mesha commanded the Levim to take the Sefer and place it in the Oren beside the Luchas, on the side of the Luchas. And the Nekudas of the word is Lokoyach. If you wanted to just say take, you would say Kach or Likach or Khu. But he said, it says Lokoyach. So Rashi quotes the word Lakayach, and explains Kemoi, Zochoyer, Shomoyer, Holich. He brings three other words from the Psukim, Mother Psukim, where also they are written in these same type of Nekudus Zochoyer, Shomer, and Holich. But Rashi doesn't explain explicitly what these words and what these psukim, how they compare in pshat to this lakayach. In other words, they're similar in the, in the nikud. Yes, mefarshim. So the mefarshim, there's certain mefarshim that say as follows. That the reason that Rashi is telling us that lakayach over here does not mean a command take, but it's talking about lokoyach in the present tense. And just like by Zacher and Shomer, the reason it says it in these words is to tell us that Zacher and Shomer is a constant thing, a constant state. Also, lokoyach is written in Lashon in the present tense. To tell us that this is something that is to be in, in, in a constant state. So, for example, in Parsha's boy, it says, So Rashi says the word Zohar. And he says, The fact that it says Zohar is telling me that you have to remember Yitzhiz Mitzrayim every day, not just on Pesach or, or, or every once in a while. In Parshas Yisrael, it says in the Seres Adibri, So Rashi says, That this is a Loshin of something that's happening, that's being done. And he brings a couple of rays and says, and that is a Rashi in, in Yisrael. And this is what the Pasik is telling us to new lave Lisker Tomid Shabbos. Pay attention to constantly remember Shabbos. And the example Rashi gives is that if in the middle of the week you find a good object, you should buy it and designate it for Shabbos. In Parshas Kisavoy, the Pasik says, Shomer is called Hamitzvah. And Rashi says, Shomer, Lashon Hoiva, that you have to constantly observe the mitzvahs. So I, these are the three examples of twice Acher, once Shomer, where the Pasik says, 
the word Zohar or Shomer, and Rashi explains that they're written this way because it's Hoiva. It's something that you have to be in a constant state of remembering Yitzis Mitzrayim, in a constant state of remembering Shabbos, and in a constant state of keeping the mitzvahs. And therefore come these Mepharshim and they say that the reason why it says Lokoyach over here is to tell us that this Sefer Teira that's being placed in the Orain has to be there permanently, constantly. And that's why it says Lokoyach. But if this is the pshat, according to these other Mefarshi Rashi, there is a question. It leaves a question. Number one. The main point is missing. Rashi, in this Rashi, he, 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 what he should have done is told us that the fact that Lakayach has written in Lashon Haiva is to tell us that the Sefetere should be in the Arun forever, permanently. Just like, for example, by Zohar, where Rashi says, or Rashi explains why it's Lashon Haiva. Because Haiva means present tense. We, here we're learning from the fact that it's Belosh and that it has to be constant. Look, so the same thing in Rashi should have said, Lokoyach, it should constantly remain in the order. Base, question two, Lechalapoches, if he's not going to tie choice, what it means, Losh and that it has to be there constantly, at least, Havle Lehaisivatebis, Losh and Haiva. You should have at least said the words Losh and Haiva. Tomid. He should at least said that this is something that's constant. In other words, say the words Lashon Oiva. Question Aleph is why doesn't Rashi explain that it should be in the, that Torah should be in the Oren constantly. In question Beis, he says, if you're not going to explain its application to the Sefer Torah, at least explain the Diktuk. Say that Lokayach is Lashon Oiva. That it's there, it, it, it's a lashon of present tense, a lashon of constant. Gimel. Third question. The Fiza, according to this pshat, that lakoyach is there because of its present tense. The order of Rashi's rayas are not understood. Zacher, Shamer, Ve'achakach, the first time we find the term Holoch in the Chumash is in Parshus Noyach, where it says, which means the water was constantly or consistently getting less, diminishing. So over there, you use the term Holoch. So if Holich means constantly or present tense, then he should have said first Holich, which is in Noyach, and then Zacher and Shomer, which is in Parshas Boi, Parshas Yisrael, Parshas Vaischan, and Parshas Kisavai. They come later. So the question is, why does Rashi say Holich after Zacher and Shomer? And question Dalad is, the, the, the whole... Uh, uh, Idea that Lekicha, Lokoyach, is Belosh Noiva, doesn't really fit. The taking of the Torah was one time thing. Some, 
The placing of the Torah in the Aron, that was constant because it was placed there and it was kept there. So if you would have said the word sum, which is the, which is the placing in the present tense, I would understand that he's telling us that it should be placed there and kept there forever. But the Lokayach is only that happens once. You take the Torah and then you put it where, we, where it has to go. So to say that Lokayach is Balashan Haiva because it was taken and then placed permanently in a certain place in the Aron, it doesn't stim why you would say, why you would say Lokayach in Lashan Haiva. You should have said Vesamtem in Lashan Haiva. So we have four questions. Number one, why does Rashi not explain that the Torah that the was supposed to be there permanently? Number two, why does Rashi at least say Lashon Haiva? Number three, why does Rashi say Haloich after Zacher and Shamer? And number four, Lakayach was a one-time thing. How does it fit that Lakayach is Lashon Haiva? Mikola now move on. Rashi, the Rebbe is going to argue, disagree with these Mepharshi Rashi and have a different, almost opposite Pshat in Rashi. And in order to understand the, the Pshat of Rashi, we have to understand a, a concept in Diktuk. And this concept is called Lashon Moker. That's the, that's the Diktuk terminology for this, for this concept. It's called Lashon Moker, which literally means the source of the word. In English, it's called an infinitive. And this refers to the name of a verb. In other words, you have a same Davar, that's a noun. You have a shame pu'ula, that's a verb, which means to do something. Going, crying, coming. These are actions. But the, a, a verb has to usually be connected to an inflection of past, present, and future, or the person that's doing it. So I am going, I went, I'm going to go. That's past, present, and future. Then there's they went, she went. Uh, sometimes it changes, especially in Hebrew, if it's a Zachar or a Nekeva, if it's a Yachid or if it's a Rabbim, if it's, if it's plural or if it's single. So those are all the, the verb as it changes according to the tense or according to the person. But the verb also has a name, seeing, going. That's the name of the verb. That's called in Hebrew, Lashen Maker. And the reason this is so important is because the Lashon Maker, by definition, is divorced of the actual action. Even though it's the name of the action, but because it, don't, it doesn't yet have the person or the time when this action is happening, it's the name of the action before, before it's actually connected to an act. <clears throat> so in the case, let's say, over here of Lakayach, Lakayach is about the idea of taking without yet telling someone to take or, or that it was taken or it was going to be taken. The word lakoyach, since it's written in this Nekudas, lakoyach, it's a Lashen Maker. And therefore, if you look at the word as it is, it's divested of any action. It's the name of an act without any action attributed to it. That's Pshat Lashen Maker. And when it says Lakoyach, Zocher, Shomer, and these Nekudas, they're written that way because they are in a Lashen Mok. Now let's see how this applies to the understanding of Rashi. Oizbeis. Because now move on. Shekavonas Rashi Khan, Hiloi Levaira Tam Shemar Lakoyach Balashen Haiva. Rashi is not coming to explain to us why Lakoyach is Lashen Haiva because it was. They are constantly, like the Mepharshi Rashi explained in the previous col column, 
Rashi is coming to prove even though is not written in a way of an action or a command to do an action. Rather, it's written in a way that shows on the idea, the very concept of taking. As it is referred to in the diktuk books. So even though Lokayach is written in a mocker form, Rashi is coming to tell us that over here it means it means a command. So Yikhu is a sefer This was a command to the Bnei Levi that they should take the Torah. And that's what Rashi brings the Rai, it's Vizachar, because they too are written in the form of a mocker, of an infinitive, of the basis, or the basic uh, the, uh, uh, the name of the verb. And nevertheless, they're being used as a command. So Rashi says, just like Zachar, Shomer, Olech, are written as a mocker, and nevertheless are a command so too, Lakoyach, although it was written as a mokoyer, is actually a command. V'alpiza, move on. Ma'ashehevi, Rashi, Arayim, Itevas, Haloich, La'achar, Zacher, V'shamer. And this will explain to us why Rashi brings the word Haloich after Zacher, V'shamer. Ki kavanosei, so Rashi kan, hi lohovi, Rayim, Haloich, shenemar la'achar, V'shamer. Rashi needs a holoich that's written as a commandment. Just the word holoich in the Torah is not going to prove that you could use a Lashen Mokoyer as a command. Rashi has to find a holoich that's in the Psukim that is written by Lashen Mokoyer and means a tzivu, he means a command. And the first time he finds that is after Zacher V'Shomer. For example, holoich v'dibarta. Or Halich Vikarasa, Halich Vidibarta is in Shmuel Beis. The Abister is speaking to God Anavi. Go speak to David Amelach. Halich Vikarasa is the Abister speaking to Yirmiya Anavi. Halich Vikarasa, Bahasna Yerushalayim Lamer. And over there, the Halich is a command. And therefore, Vaid is many more. We're going to get back to that Vaid in a moment. Loshin Halich Zeh. And this Lashon Halich, where it says Halich, and it means a command, In other words, the Halich that we brought before from Parshas Noyach, the water was constantly getting less, is not a Tzivuy. It's a fact that's telling us that the world, the water was consistently get, becoming less and less. You can't bring a Raya from Halich V'chaseir or Halich V'shoiv, but the water of the Mabul, that it means... A tzivoy. The first tzivoy that you find in the in in in, in the psuke Tanakh is in Shmuel Aleph and in Yirmiyah, where it says Halich v'Karasa, Halich v'Dibarta, and Halich v'Karasa, and therefore they come after Zacher v'Shamer, which is in the Aseres Adibris and in other places in Chumis Shmois and in Chumis Dvarim, and therefore it says Zacher in Shmois, Shamer in Dvarim, Halich in the Neviim. What's interesting is, is that there's many psukim where the word Halich is used. The Sicha, he only mentions Sai in the Fabrengen, that the Sicha, that the, the Sicha is based on. And Sai in the name of the Sicha, when they wrote the Hanukkah, they chose Halich Vidibarta, Halich Vikarasa. 
In Hara 12, the Rebbe brings, why did they pick these two halachs? So halach v'dibar toich and shmol alev, that's the first halach. So that's what they bring. The first halach that's Balash and Sivoy, Rashi brings as a daya. How about the second halach that is brought halach? Not Rashi brings. Uh, yeah, yeah, Rashi, when he brings halach, is basing it on halach v'dibar. The second one that's brought in the Febrengen is halach v'karasa. So the Rebbe says in the Hara that that Pasik, which is in Yirmiya, continues. I remember the chesed that you did, the Yidin did to the Ebishter when you were still youthful in the Midbar. The love of connecting with me. And therefore, it reminds the Ebishter of the merit of the Yidin. And the Yez, that usually very often is in Aseris Mechuvah. Or, he, or right before right before Rosh Hashanah, but being that it's very often around the time of Aseir Shmeichova, we want to remind the Eibister of Shusan Sal Yisrael, and therefore we mention the pasuk Halich Vekarasa, which continues to remind the Eibister of the Shus of the Yidden when they were in the Midbar. Okay, so now we answered the Pshat of Rashi. We have a whole new knot that Rashi is telling us a lashon sivoy, a lashon hoive, punkt Rashi is not telling us that it's a Lashon Naiva. Rashi is telling us that it's a Lashon Tzivuy. And Zohar Shomer Aleich Raya, where you see that the word is written by Lashon Mokher, and nevertheless, it is written by Lashon, and the Pshat of it is a Lashon of Tzivuy. Avala Dayan Tzadach Lavin, but on this we have two questions. Aleph number one, Lama Tzadach Rashi Lahavi Gimurayas. Zohar Shomer Aleich. Why does Rashi have to bring three different sukim as a raya that something that's a command could be written in the form of a mocker? The enim is tapik ba'achas is and does not suffice with either one or two of the rayas. Why does Rashi need three of them? Question base. Since zochav v'shamer were written numerous times previously in the Torah as a tzivoy as a command. Rashi should have explained it there. By Zachir, he should have said that even though it's a Lashon Shal Tzivuy, nevertheless, even though it's a Lashon Shal Mokher, nevertheless, the Pshat is Tzivuy, it's a command. And if it does Pshukim, it's simple enough to Rashi. That the, that the Taich, that the Pshat of the Pasuk is that it's a command. Even though they're written in the language of a Mokher. That change Rashi, so the Rashi doesn't have to explain it there. because of Dilan. So why does Rashi have to explain it in this pasuk? If it's something that Rashi has to say, say it there. And if he doesn't have to say it there, why does he have to say it here? So Oyes Dal is going to bring the beer buzzer. I just want to, before I say Oyes Dal, I want to remind you of one Nikuda that I, I mentioned, possibly in passing, before Oyes Beis, and that is, is that Lashen Mokar in a certain sense, is the opposite of a pu'ula. It's the opposite of an action. The gap between the Lashon Mokar, the name of the action, and the actual action is very very big. Very big because the, the name of the action, we're talking about it in theory, in concept. That you, a person, there is an idea of going. But we're not talking about actually going because then it would be written in a totally different way. Lashon Mokar is something that is before any discussion of actually doing the act. And this is going to explain to us how Rashi looks at this pasuk. The definition 
of something written by Lashon Mokir negates the actual action. Like the word Lakayach, which its meaning is the idea of taking. As it is divorced, divested from the actual act of taking. Just to understand, to emphasize how far the Lashon Mokir is from the actual act, he uses an example and he says the gap, the distance between the Lashon Mokir and the Lashon Pu'ula, the, the name of the verb and the a- actual verb being used as an action, is distant, is further, the gap is bigger than the, than the gap between past, present and future in the actual action. When you're talking about Avarhaiva and Asid, it's still attributed to the act and to the action that's being done. And the difference between Avarhaiva and Asid is in the time. Chronologically, when was this done? If it was already done. Or if it's being done presently. Or it has yet to be done. But it's all about the actual action. But Mokir, which is describing the concept of the thing, it is removed from the actual act. So the distance of the Lashen Mokir, the name of the Pu'ula, and the actual Pu'ula is very far. The Lachen. So therefore, because Lashon Makir is far from being an act, so when the Torah does write something, Lashon of Makir, whenever possible, we're going to try to touch it as it literally means a Lashon Makir, and not as a command, which a command is a command for an action. Atsivui means that, it's, that, that there's a command, that this thing is necessary, it must come into action. And Tsivui, which is related to the Pahula, is very far from the Lashon Makar. So if the Torah says Lashon Makar, if at all possible, we're going to touch it as in talking about the idea of Lakicha, or whatever the word is, without connecting it to a Tsivui. Because the distance from Lashon Mokir to Lashon Pu'ula is very far. So if I can say that it means a Lashon Mokir, it means the idea of taking and not a command, that's where I'm going to go. However, the word Zachar V'shamer in the previous parshas. Although they are Lashon Mokir, there's no other way to translate them other than the fact that they are a command. How else would we Zachar see in Shabbos? If you're going to remember, talk Zachar, remember Shabbos. So the, the only way to understand it is as a command. As is understood clearly from the context of the Psukim. So therefore we have no choice. In Zohar or Shomer, it has to mean a Tzivoy. So we have no choice. We tie to Lashon Tzivoy. But because, it's, because we have no choice, therefore Rashi doesn't have to explain it. The question is, 
In the Gimel, we asked, why does Rashi not say anything over there? And here he does say something. Over there he has no choice. Because there's no other way to touch the word Zohar Shamer other than a Tzivoy. So automatically we say it's a Lashon Tzivoy. But now when it comes to our Pasuk of Lakayach, we could have explained, we could have touched the words that it's talking about the Lakicha. It's talking about the idea of taking and not a commandment to take. And this pasuk could have been explained. If and when the Levim will take the Torah, then there's a commandment to something to support him. That's how we could have touched it. Lokoyach could have been touched. Then it's talking that being that it's written Beloshan Lokoyer. It's being that being that it's written Beloshan Lokoyer. It could have been touched that it means that it's talking about the taking. If the Torah will be taken, then it has to be placed in the order. And we're going to say we're going to go off. Uh, uh, onto a, a, a sort of in a, in a brackets, but, so the, but let's just fear ois, and then we'll go to the brackets. And therefore, the rabbi's going to say at the end of the ois. And therefore, Rashi has to say over here, that even though lakoyach could have been touched, beloshin moker, and whenever we can, we want to say that it's beloshin moker. Nevertheless, over here it means loshin tzivui and not loshin and not. Uh, just the idea of taking. And that's why Rashi comes here to tell us, to tell us that Lokayach is Lashen Tzivui and not Lashen Hoive or not Lashen Mok. That Uysvir is going to be at the end of the Uys. Before we get to that, we're going to go into the brackets here, where he's going to say that this Pshat, that Lokayach, in the Hava Amina, that Lokayach is Lashen Moker and therefore not a Tzivui, Biashmokim Lepiruzah. There is reason to actually follow that pirush. Shalokoyach ain't tzivui. Gami oitam. That lokoyach is not a tzivui. We could have said this for another reason. Not just because of the fact that it wasn't the Balashan Mokar, but also in the pshat of what's going on in, in the story here, it would have fit in to say that it's not a Lashan Mokar. That it's not a Lashan Tzivui. Why? The Ilbu Parsha's Kisavai, Kasav Rashi, in the Ilbu Parsha's Kisavai Rashi writes, and it's brought in the Sicha, Ftavai Beis, in the Chedek Yudalit. When Moshe in Parshas Kisavai, when Moshe gives the Sefer to the Levium, the Bnei Yisrael had a time. Why are you giving the Torah to the Levium? One day they're going to come and they're going to say that the Torah was given to us and not given to, to us, meaning to the Levium and not to the Yidden. The Lishlal Taina Zoom, Al Kolpanim Lahachlis is a Taina. So based on this, one can say that in order to weaken this taina of the Yidin, that the, that the Levim are taking the Torah away from them, maybe Moshe Rabbeinu said Lakayach, not as a commandment, because then he would be taking the Torah away from the Levim, away from the Yidin. So what he was saying was, so he wasn't commanding them to the Levium to take the Torah because he did not want to give the Levium control of the Torah. So maybe the Pshat of the Pasuk is that if there'll be a Lakayach, 
Once they will explain to the Yidden, there's no reason to be concerned about the Levium taking the Teir away from the Yidden. And therefore there will be no complaint or disagreement of the, from the Yidden about the Levium taking the Teir. Then there's a commandment to put the Teir in the Aron Kedush. In other words, we're saying here the bracket says like this. Not only is there a svara to say that lakoyach means to te- means not at sivui, and it only is written there belashon makir because because it was written belashon makir, but also in the context of the story, the yidden are afraid that the levim are going to take the teira and make it their own. So maybe Moshe Rabbeinu says, in order to weaken this to make them feel better, he doesn't say they're going to take the teira because the yidden will be upset about that. He says, if you can convince the yidden. That the, that that that, they, that you should take the Torah, then the place to put it is in the Aron, and the Tzivui then is on the Vesamtem and not on the Lokayach. So this is a reason why I would think in the Hava Amina that Lokayach is not a Tzivui, because this would diminish the Taina of the Yidden somewhat against Moshe Rabbeinu that is giving away the Torah. You're going to see, as we're going to see, that ultimately it's not the Pshat, but this would be a reason to think that this is the Pshat. Now before we go weiter to Uisfit Firuis, there's another side point. This is at the top of page 138. And this paragraph is written a little bit, uh, in other words, there's a lot, uh, not a lot of words and a lot of pshat. Actually, a, a, a large part of it is written Biksav Yad Kedesh. So there's like, the way I understand it, you know, is that there's, there's three sections to this, to this shtickle. So let's learn through them one at a time. There's another, there's another Bavarinish here. If Moshe Rabbeinu is not commanding the Yidden to take the Torah, and the commandment is the Vesamtem only if there's a Lekicha, you might ask the question, where is the Torah now? What should they do with the Torah if it's not being taken by the Levium? If it's, if it's only in concept, that if there's a Lekicha, then it should be Vesamtem Eisei Baharin. Then, where, then where's the Torah until it goes to the Aron? So it says, There's no reason to ask the question, where would the Sefer be kept if there was no Lakayach? Rashi and Kisavai already expressed that there was a Taina. And Rashi in Parshas Kisavai says that, that nevertheless, although there was a Taina, Mesha anyway gave the Taina to B'nai Levi. It's clear from that Rashi, and therefore it's understood in this Rashi, that Moshe Rabbeinu explained to the Yidden that they have nothing to worry about, and that's why he gave the Torah to the Bnei Levi. And therefore Moshe knew there was going to be a Lakayach. So there's no question where is the Torah going to be if there's no Lakayach, because even though Lakayach is being written as an if, Moshe knew the Lokayach will certainly happen. So there's no question where was the Torah going to be. Now, even if you're not going to accept this answer, and you might suggest to me that because of that, let's say that Lokayach has to be Belosh and Sivui. Because if not, there's a question, where is the Torah being kept? Uli Idach Gisa says the Rebbe Weiter, Gamim Nefaris Lokayach Sivui, you're still not going to Avoid a question. 
Even if you're going to say that Lakayach is Lashon Tzivoy, and that way you avoid the question, where is the Torah being kept? You're not avoiding questions entirely. Because still, Mokim L'Shayla, still, there's still a question. If Lakayach is a Tzivoy, there's a question. Why was it written B'Lashon Mokim? So, so either way there's a question. You're not helping by saying Lakayach is Lashon Tzivoy. Because if you say Lakayach is Lashon Tzivoy, why is it written B'Lashon Mokim? So if you're going to say it must be Lashon, it can't be Lashon Tzivoy because the Torah was, because otherwise where would the Torah be? The answer to that is that Moshe was going to convince the Bnei Levi or he convinced the Bnei Levi to, to do the Lakayach even if it's not a Tzivoy. If you're going to want to say because of that it has to be B'Lashon Tzivoy, then you're still leaving us with a question. Why was it written B'Lashon Mokir then? Much more so. The whole question of where would the Torah be kept is not a question. It's clear where the Torah would be, wherever it was till now. For the last 40 years, you weren't told where it is. But for the last 40 years, the Torah had been around. The Torah was written, at least began to be written almost 40 years ago. As the Pasuk says, the Abisha told Meshach, So wherever the Torah was for the last 40 years, the Torah will continue to be. So the question is, it has to be because otherwise, where, where would the Torah be? The Torah will stay wherever, wherever it was till now. So therefore, because we have no question where the Torah would be, therefore we could still touch Lakayach. We're going back to the Oisfer. Lakayach as not a tzivu. So if I, if I was to open up the Pasuk without Rashi and read the words, since as we said in the beginning of Eizdalit, I'd much rather connect Lakayach to, to, to not a tzivoy, because a tzivoy is a pu'ula, and Lakayach is not a pu'ula. So I would say Lakayach is, is, means if there's a taking. It's about the, it's about the idea of Lakicha and not a tzivoy. And now we understand Why Rashi has to tell us Lakayach is Lashon Tzivoy? Lavi Rais Lepidosh Shematzinu Tzivoy Ba Shematzinu Shematzinu Tzivoy Ba Lashon Mokher. And we have Rashi has to bring Rais where we find that Tzivoy has a Mokher because since it could have gone both ways, or you might have even leaned to not be a Tzivoy because it was written Lashon Mokher. Therefore, Rashi has to say no. Over here, it's actually a Tzivoy, and and just like Zachar Shamar Halach. Now. The next question that we have to address, which is the first question in the beginning of Ais Gimel, is why does Rashi need three rayas? Zacher, Shama, and Halach. And it gets easier from here. Futsuk Rashi, Lavi Rayas, Migimel, Oshainas, Vlay Dai Bachas, man. Ais, hey, Rashi has to bring all three rayas, and one is not enough. Zechira, remembering. Avsha, Kishaha, Mechuvan, Ba, Hipulas, Hashira, even though it's talking about the act of remembering. Hainuk, Ilu, Nichtib, Tiske. As if it was written Tiske, you should remember. Because the Eina, Inyan, Shalpul, of Amaisa, there's still no actual act. Zechira is, is, is in the mind. Velachem, Yatsivi, Veloshan, Mokke. Sherachet, Kumi, Pu'ula, Mepayel, Gabe, Zechira. So if you write Zacher, 
by the word Zechira, you write that Sivui, as a Lashon Makar, which Lashon Makar is far from Pu'ula, but Zechira is also in a way far from Pu'ula, because there's no, you're not using your hands, you're using your mind. Therefore, a Neraya Maspekas, Shagam Benegel, Tzivoy, Apula, Shabamaisek, and maybe Nindidan Lakicha, Yashleimer, Tzivoy, Lashon Makar. You can't learn by itself Zechira Araya, because the whole problem is, is that, is that Lashon Makar is far away from Pu'ula. So by Zechira, since Zechira itself is not really a Pu'ula, so it makes sense to say V'lash and Makir. But you can't learn from Zechira to Lakayach, which is an actual act. V'lach in Mevi Raya in Seventh V'lash and Shomer. Shetechano Yishmira, Shlilas, Maisev, Poyot. Shomer is telling you not to do actual acts. Don't turn on a fire on Shabbos. Don't uh, uh, bake on Shabbos. These are actual Pu'ulis Maisev. So since Shomer is about the Pu'ula Maisev, who because then never by Atzivu Veloshin Makir Shomer nevertheless the 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 Loshin is written Veloshin Makir. So from Shomer I could learn that Lakayach is a Veloshin of Pula because since Shomer is talking about Pula's actual acts and it uses the Loshin Makir and nevertheless it's Atzivu I could learn from that the Lakayach Amnam Adai is Makum Ladaik she got me Shomer and I Gemara but Shomer is also not a good enough Raya. It's true that Shomer is about actions. Uh, keep Shabbos by not baking. Keep Shabbos by not kindling a fire. It's about actual actions. But how, but how are you doing Shomer? By negating, by refraining from the action. Just like the word Shomer Asim Shabbos, which means you should observe the Shabbos by not doing a Malacha that would desecrate it. Ukupirus Rashi, like Rashi says in Parsha today, it says, the Pasuk says, it's Kala Davar Asher Anechi Mitzavah, Oisoy Tishmer Lasses. Anything that I tell you to do, you should keep to do it. Rashi says, the Kavana of that Pasuk is to make a Loisasa on an Esa. That anything that you were told to do as a Mitzvah you also have a Loisasa, don't not do it. And Rashi over there says, Shekali Shomer Lashon Loisasehu. When it says he's Shomer, observe it, keep it, watch it. He's telling you, make sure to not do something. That Pasik is adding a Loisasa to the Esa. But what's it telling you? It's telling you not to do something. And since the idea of Shmira is to refrain from doing those those actions. Therefore, you could use Lashon Makir. Which Lashon Makir also negates action. As we said hundred, as we said numerous times so far, that Lashon Makir is before we discuss the actual action. So you can't really learn a raya from Shomer that when it comes to an actual act, that you could write it Beloshan Mokar and it could be a Loshan Tzivoy. Mishmachim evi Rashi Raya Shli, Sibna Loshan Holech, Shehu Tzivoy al-Pu'ulo, Ma'isa v'Poyo al-Licha b'Rega. And therefore Rashi brings a Raya, third Raya from Holech, which is actually walking, going with your foot. And since Holech is also written Beloshan Mokar, even though it's an actual act, and it's a Tzivoy to do an act, and nevertheless, it's written in Makir. This completes our raya that, but for Lakriach also, although it's written in Tzivoy, 
it could be Belashin, although it's written Belashin Makar, it could still be understood as a Tzivui. So in that case, why not just say Halech? Halech has everything. Say it's a Tzivui, say it's a Pu'ula, and the Pu'ula Mamoshes, an actual act. So just do Halech. Ula Me'ida, Kame Halech Lechud Enayim Aspika. Halech by itself isn't either a sufficient Raya. The word halich in the previous psukim, it's actually written in the context of that pasuk as a preparation to go do the next act of vidibart or vikarosa. It's sort of like a mental preparation. Go and do this. The going is not really the tzivui. The tzivui is the doing. It's just in the way you speak, you say, go and do it. Go would mean get yourself ready to do it. Get yourself into the act. So a person could say that the word halach doesn't mean literally going, but it means uh, mentally preparing oneself to go. And a person is going and preparing themselves to do an action, to speak, to call out, etc. Now, in the brackets, he points out that one more than the other means, means a preparation for an act, not an actual act. Especially it makes more sense to say that it was actual a mental going and not a literal going. Not the same as Alech Vidibarta. The Shom Neachis and the Farish Alech Kapsuta. Meachas Anavi Loyah Yanimtza Oz based on the Bubmakam David Amalech. The Navi God wasn't near David Amalech at the time. So he said, "Go to David and speak to him." When Sheikin Atzivu Yalech Vikaras of Azni Yerushalayim and Emer LeYirmiya Hanavi. Shein Tzvara the Farish of Pastor Shein Tzavu Lachas Yerushalayim and Alech Vikaras of Azni Yerushalayim. It doesn't seem to be that Hashem is telling him go to Yerushalayim. Most of the nevuah to Yirmiyah was told while Yirmiyah was in Yerushalayim. So it makes much more sense to say that this is more a mental uh, uh, going, more a preparation to go, go and speak, as in, as in, uh, uh, prepare yourself and get to where you have to be in order to do this. Vilachain, back to what we were saying, so yes, that halich over here could mean halicha benefesh and not halicha, not a physical going. She does not suffice with halich alone either. It has to bring a raya from zacher v'shomer. Which are not said as a preparation for a different command. But rather they are a command to do them themselves. So zacher and shomer are lacking because they're not a command to do an actual act. But they are a command to do zacher and shomer. Halich v'karasa, it's it's more of a of a of a pula. Mamashas halich is actually going; you're actually doing something. But the tzivui is not on the halich; it's on the v'karasa or the v'dibarta. So zacher v'shomer by itself don't work. Halich by itself does neither work. Never actually need zacher halich and shomer. Now Yisvavi is going to say, why do you need three? Why isn't two enough? V'hine. Why does Rashi not suffice with two of the three? He may be called a gimel, but he brings all three. 
Each two of the three have a common denominator that will differentiate them from Lokayach. And therefore you have to have all three in order to bring a raya that Lokayach could be a command. Zacher v'shamer. Shneim inan pulis mamish. Zacher v'shamer are both not physical acts. Zacher ipulah ruchnis. Zacher is a spiritual or a more mental, uh, a, a mind act. Shamer shayach lishlila sa'asiyah shal pulah. Shamer is more relevant to the refraining of an act. Masheikin halach ari alichet kipsutu ipulis mamish. But halach is actually doing something. It's actually going. So Zacher and Shamer by themselves don't work because there's no actual act. Zacher v'halach. Since Halech we said could mean a mental going, are not physical acts. Shomer, on the other hand, even though it's even though it's refraining from the act, but it's actually talking about a physical act. But Halech could be understood as a mental act. So therefore, Zacher and Halech together could both be seen as a pula ruchnis and cannot be used for lokayach unless you have shomer, which is talking about a pula gashmis. Shomer v'halich seems the best. Shomer, you have a pula gashmis. Halich, you have an actual pula. So, but, shneyem in yonam Both are actually a preparation. Halicha benefesh, yachana lasis pula. Halich v'karasa is a preparation to going to do something. Also the whole idea of smira. Shmira is to not do something that's the opposite of what you're supposed to be doing. So both Shomer and the Oloich are doing something, are a command for something that's a preparation for something else. Zacher at least is not preparing you for something else. It's telling you actually remember. So therefore, Zacher and Shama by themselves are not pulis mamish. Zacher and Halech are both pulis ruchnis, and Shama and Halech are both hachanis lipuula. And therefore, you need to have all three dies. And this, at this point, we conclude. The understanding of Rashi, that Rashi, the Chiddush of Rashi is that the Lokoyach is a Tzivuy. And the reason Rashi has to tell us this Chiddush is because being that it's written by Lashon Moker, I would have tried to understand it as a Lashon of Moker, as a, the idea of taking and not a Tzivuy of taking. And Rashi brings Zacher, Shamer, and Olech as a Raya. Zacher and Shamer, in this order, Zacher, Shamer, Olech, because Olech is referring to Shmuel, Aleph, or Yirmiya, which comes after Zacher and Shamer. And in A and Vav, we just explained why you need to have all three Rayas, Zacher, Shamer, and Halich. Now in Isaiah and Chaz, we go to Yenus Altero. The Chesidus, the, 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 the secret, the, the inner uh, uh, teaching of this Rashi. And this will also connect to time of Aseris Mitshuva, which in many years, Vayelach is read during, during, uh, 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 on Shabbos Tshuva during Aseris Mitshuva. It has been spoken a number of times, several times. 
שכאשר ציווי על פעולה נאמר בלשון מוקר, that when a ציווי is written in the Torah as in the Lashon Mokher, in the Nekudus, which Diktuk would call a Mokher, which we've been talking about all along in the Sikha Lakayach, הרייזה מירה שהפעולה צריכה להיעשות לרק בכיח העשייה של האדם, כי אם גם בכיח המוקר שבנפש. This is an indication to the person that when he does this mitzvah, or when he does this act, it has to be done not just with the practical koyach, the koyach of doing in the person, but he has to reach into the koyach of his mokir, which means it has to come from the person's rotsin, which or, and the mokir of the person's koyachis, which is higher than the person's koyachis. The fact that this tzivu is written in mokir is to tell us that, that this act has to be done with the person's mokir, with the person's Mokir of his keiches and nefesh, which we'll say in a moment, refers to the Atzim HaNashama. One of the places this is discussed is in Chelek Tess, in the Kutusichis. Over there, the Sikh is about the Pasuk, Shalach Teshalach Esa'im, that the Mitzvah of Shiluach HaKan. And Al-Pi HaLacha, the Gemara says, Shalach Teshalach, why did it say Shalach Teshalach two times? Because, Afilu Me'apamim, that the Pasuk is telling you that even if you have to send it away a hundred times, the bird flies back, comes back, and the bird comes back, you have to do it even a hundred times. So, that's what the Gemara says in Chulin. So there in the Sikha, the Rabbah explains that anytime you have to do something, it's it's limited to the Kaychas of the person. Even if you're using, your, even if it's something that you're doing with Seichel and Midas, a person's Seichel and Midas are Mugbul, they're limited. A person can only reach so far with a seichel, his midas go only so far. So when a person does an act, usually that act is limited by the person's limitation. But when a person is doing something that is not, that is not coming from a seichel and midas from his kaychus, for example, when a person is in danger, and there's a certain sense of adrenaline that a person could pick up a car to save a child is the classic example that's given. All of a sudden, a person has an incredible amount of keiches that are beyond what he normally has. That's because that those keiches are coming from the etzma nefesh. So, and he says over there in the sicha, in the sicha, even when he's using his keiches agluyim, he's lifting, he's schlepping, he's using his keiches agluyim to do it, but because it's coming from his keiches analam, it's coming from his hidden keiches, therefore he's able to do so much more than he would have done if he just had his keiches, his regular keiches. And that's what it means, that a person has to do it again and again, he could reach even to the, because this mitzvah has to be done with his esma nefesh, not just with his keiches agluyim, therefore he could do it even a hundred times. Because there's no limitation to, 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 to this action because it's coming from the mocker. The word shalach is also a Lashon mocker. A lot of times in modern Hebrew, not modern Hebrew, in, in Lashon Akasov, the Lashon mocker will be together with a Lashon Pu'ula, like Shamer Tishmer, or Shalach Tishalach. So Shalach is Lashon mocker, and Tishalach is the Lashon Pu'ula, send it away. And to give it an extra emphasis, the Shalach Tishalach. So the fact that it's written Balashan Makir means that a person should do it with his etzim and nefesh, and therefore I'll be Allah, it's because there's no God Balas, because it's Balashan Makir. So what does that have to do with 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 uh with Lakayah over here? Vihine Basaris Mechuva Mayor Bhinasa Makir Subakaladam. And I say it's Mechuva 
shines the mukir of every person Yechidosh Nefesh. Like we learned in the Sikha of Azinu Shabbos Tshuva, explaining that the Alter Rebbe says in Habi Yachid Habi Rabim that in Aseris Me Tshuva there is the Yachid, there is the Gilu of the Yechidosh Nefesh as it connects to the Ebsht. Even it's, the, it's on the level of Makir, which, which means on the level Nevertheless, it's a command to do something. That this gilu of Yechidish Shabbanefesh and Aseyes Meitshuva has to be brought down into the Keiches Apratim of the person. Not enough that it should remain in the gilu of Yechidah, but it has to be brought down practically into the person's Keiches. And the details of when we say Keiches Apratim are actually hinted in the very words that Ashi brings, Zacher Shomer Halich. Zikaren over Mechazikaren, remembering is in the mind, which is Chachma, Ubechalas Chabad Shavanefesh Adam, which generally speaks to Chabad, the, the, the intellectual faculties of the person. Shamer, Hushmira Belev. Shamer, you have to observe something, watch something, keep something, it's coming from your heart. Bina Liba, Bechalas, which generally speaking about the Midrash of Ikarim Belev. Bina is the, is the, is the mocker of Midas. So the lave is the place from where the Midas are born. So Shomai refers to the Midas. Halich and walking, going with your feet is, refers to the Kayach of doing, of action. And it's walking is on the lowest level of Maiseh. Even lower than action that's being done with a hand, which is the higher Asiya. So you have Seichel, you have Zakhir is Seichel, and Shomer is Midas, and Holich is Maisa. So you have the Meram is Bazaar, Shagilu de Bechinus Mok, Bechinus Chidish Benefesh, Inyon in Lif Oil. The Kola Chikas of Rotten Shalom Adam, that the Mokr has to affect. All of the keiches pratim shalom echel me keiches an island of chinas chabad, starting with the higher keiches that are the chabad, the intellectual keiches. Began b'midish shabenefesh, also in the midis. Ve'ad le'tach le'koyach asiyah shulavushach itach shabadam, and even in the lowest levush, which is ma'isa. And I say you have to feel in all of his pu'ulas, you have to feel the Yechidah Shabbat So that's the, that's the, the, the Yenish Al-Tayra, the first, the first shot. In the Yenish Al-Tayra, that Lakayach, he doesn't even go into the idea of Lakayach itself. The fact that something is written in Mokir is referring to the fact of the Gili of the Bechinus Yechidah Shabbat And it's not enough that, it's, that there's a Gili of Yechidah, but that Gili has to be permeated and has to be felt, acknowledged, and implemented in the Eser Kechus Nefesh. And in which is seichel and midas, and in the ma'isa of the person, that the seichel, midas, and ma'isa should all be infused with the gili of mokir, which is the yichidish benefesh. Aydremes boza. Then, then you have another remes. Shal pizem uvenes hashaycha shaltechen atzivu delokeach hasefer atir hazal l'shabes tshuva. And this will connect the actual tzivu of lokeach. And until now, we connected the idea of loshen mokir to hasefer tshuva. But how does that 
relevant to the Pasuk, which is in Parshish Vayelech, which is read very often in Asayis Mitshuva. She says like this, where do you see the, the, the revelation or the implementation of the Yechidosh of Nefesh and Asayis Mitshuva? Is in Tshuva. Like we learned in the Sicha of Hazinu Shabbos Tshuva, that, that, the, the, that, the, that there's two Dargis in Tshuva, Tshuva Tata Tshuva Ilah, and Asayis Mitshuva is a time for Tshuva Ilah because of the Gilu of the Yechidosh of Nefesh. And like he brings over here also, that the tshuva that comes from Yechidah Shabbat Nefesh, who begins tshuva is the level of tshuva ilah, but a yodua, the Shabbos, where is he is tashiv? Tshuva ilah, who miyuchad b'shabbos tshuva, she yishleimah sa'aveda the tshuva ilah. And like it's brought in, he gets a tshuva. And it's also mentioned briefly in the sicha of Reish Hashanah, which is about the Rosh Hashanah Shecholiyus b'shabbos, that Shabbos itself, because it's the Eisi, is tashiv. Tashiv is a level of tshuva ilah. And Shabbos Tshuva is the Aveda of Teshuva of Tshuva which is done with Yechidosh of Nefesh. V'hine, inyanin shal Tshuva Yilo, ilay Tshuva lachatoyim v'avenis, eladveikus v'yichud anishama b'mekeri. The idea of Tshuva Yilo, like we said in the other sikhs, is not just doing Tshuva and lachatoyim v'avenis, cleaning up the mess, so to speak, of the pgam, the blemish, the defect that was caused in the Kaychus and Nefesh because a person did Naveda, but it's Varuach Toshva Alekim, that it's about Dveikus Vyichud, the cleaving and the, and the unification of the Nishama with its Makir, with its Makir Lamaila, with Elokus. How is this done? So it says in the Zayar, This was not mentioned in the other Sikhs, I don't believe. But one of the ways, or the way, to, to do tshuva ilah, to connect the neshama b'mekayr v'sharsha is through learning Torah. And therefore, the remez for the gili of yechida is in the word lokayach, which is saying what? Lokayach, take what? Take the Torah. Referring to the ultimate perfection of Teda, the Teda the way it is in the Aaron. Which the Teda in the Aaron is referring to the ultimate Shuva, which is done Shuva Ilah through Limud So, in other words, he's telling us, You want to do Shuva in Aseris Mei Shuva. With, with there's a gili of Makir, the gili of Yechidosh Nefesh, take the Teda. Take the Teda, learn Teda. And the Teda, the way it is on the highest level, and that's how you bring, you reach Tshuva Ilah with your Yechidosh Nefesh. And this comes down, also the Zohar, Zohar, Shomer, and Olich, Hainu Bechol Keiches, Ulevushya Nefesh. Meaning in all of the Keiches and the Levushim, of the nefesh. That, because this truvila that's being done through learning Torah has to be done by connecting the ruach, the ruach, the ruach of the of the neshama shalamayla with the ruach of the neshama shalamata in all the chalakim of the nefesh. 
Seichel, which is hinted to in Zacher, Midas, which is hinted to in Shamer, Uluv, and Machshava, which is hinted to in Halech. So you have Zacher, which is Seichel, you have Shamer, which is Midas, and Halech, which is and then you in the levushim themselves are also hinted in Zacher, Shomer, and Holeich. The Gams and Nimrit Begimla now, which also the three levushim of Seich of Machshavah Dibur are also hinted in Zacher, Shomer, and Holeich. Shari Kam the Kam upon him by Latera, because there's many. Uh, interpretations to the Tater. says that the Pasik uh, is like a hammer that um, it, it, it disintegrates a rock. So the, 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 the rock breaks up into a bunch of pieces. So Rashi and Vahira says that based on the Pasik, every Pasik has a bunch of different meanings. Just like a hammer can, can break up a rock into a bunch of different pieces. So to every Pasik can be broken down into a bunch of different Pirushim. So you have Zacher Beficha. To remember Shabbos is with your mouth by saying Kiddush and things like that. Shomer, we said before, is Shmira slave, which is Machshava. And Halech is Maisa. So Zacher, Shomer, Halech could be seen as Seichel, Mides, and Levushim. It could also be seen as Dibur, Machshava, and Maisa. So you have, the idea is that you have to take the Limut HaTeyre. You have to learn the Teyre in the Eifin of Mitzad HaRem in Hashem in the highest level of Teyre. Which brings you to Tshuva But from there you have to bring it down this Tshuva into your Seichel, into your Midas, into your Levushim. And specifically into your Machshava, into your Dibur, into your Maisa. And especially the most important part is to take the tater, the limud tater, and the tshuva that's done through the limud tater, and to bring it down into the maisa. Mitzvah maisius mamish to do the mitzvah maisius because through that nasa the mahalach. This makes the person into a mahalach. In other words, we use the word we use, we use the word halich in in Rashi. Halich we tied to mean levushim or specifically maisa. So the person becomes a mahalach through his mitzvahs. As Chazal referred to this world, the world that we're going from, that we're going from it, that we're becoming goers by being in this world. When we do a mitzvah's maisius, we actually become mahalach. And to play on the words, Chazal only used the word play, but to continue this uh, uh, understanding of the word halach, that through maisa a person becomes a mahalach. And through this, the Abister becomes a Mahalach amongst us. The Abister becomes a goer amongst us. And through that, is I will break the rods of your yoke. I will lead you. I will make you go to Kaimemius, standing upright to the Gulamitis Vashlema. So Bishasa he does Tshuva, in the Seris Tshuva, he starts out with Yechidish Shabbanefesh. And learning Torah in the most perfect way draws it down into Seichel Midas, into Levushim, into Machshava Dibur Maisa, and through Maisa he becomes a Mahalach. Then the Abishter turns this being a Mahalach into making us, helping us, bringing us to walk to the Gula Midas Vashlema from Heidav Yemenu Mamish.